You've reached producer and cinematographer Johnny Durango. I'm unavailable right now because I'm busy listening to the O Brother Podcast. Welcome to the O Brother Podcast with hosts Dan and Mike Smith, brothers from the same mother with different opinions on movies, TV, video games, and more, plus celebrity interviews. Get ready, get set, it's time for the O Brother Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, director Kevin Lewis. And he's there. Wow. <laughs> Kevin. Was like DEFCON 4 alert. Oh, my uh, God. I mean, it was like we were in serious crisis mode there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, Mike's like, did he just move on to the next one? Because, I mean, oh, my God. Oh, never. <laughs> totally appreciate it. Kevin, I mean, we had this whole... You can't understand what's been going on. Be- before you got in, Mike is actually gazing into hell right now himself because <laughs> he's dealing with a kidney stone as we speak. Oh, man. Oh, so man. I just before you came on the first time, <laughs> I left to go into the bathroom to try to get the stone. <laughs> so I thought I was late. I come back and I see you. But. It was there was some technical glitch, so but we're all here now. Yeah, (laughs) that's all it matters. You you know, we were talking last night uh, because we or yesterday we had the good fortune to to speak with you and and uh, some of the cast from the Accursed, and uh, we were wondering. And now I see is it is it Indiana Jones? Are those two Indiana Jones books? Yeah, yeah, the Temple of Doom and Raiders. You know, there it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've got Blade Runner. So we got Blade Runner and Army of Darkness. Oh, yes. And the right. Army of Darkness is really cool because I met Sam Raimi uh, when I came out here when I was in college, and he signed it. And he cool. said, uh, Kevin, looking for your name on the big screen, keep him rolling, Sam Raimi. And then Bruce signed it and said, Kevin, ignore what this guy says above it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, so are we going to be able to get you to sign a, an, a, the Accursed poster? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. All right. yeah, we'll get it up here. <laughs> Yeah, so we there's so such good friends, Bruce and and uh Sam. I mean, there Bruce has been in every Sam Raimi movie, hasn't he? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So and and he's usually hysterical. He's great. Yeah. You are uh, this is the third time now we've gotten to chat with you. So, you know, we we got to talk to you last March, I think it was, promoting Mm -hmm. Willie's Wonderland. And yeah, I was looking back at your resume it had been like 14 years right since you had yeah. done um the third nail yeah yep and then it was willie's and now you're on this trajectory yeah, you've got a few... that is crazy yeah with all of these you know we'll get to we'll get to some of that other stuff but um yeah. so the accursed you know kevin i gotta say like the look of this film is unreal like you have this unbelievable style like every this is one of those films where and 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 the same with Willie's really it's one of those where like every shot is a photograph like is a still the mm. composition and i i just i i loved it and um you know we talked yesterday about an homage to the 70s and that kind of style you know mm. the style and as i was watching it cuz i watched it again okay and um carrie a quiet place, alien, psycho. Yeah. And we were talking about Louise Fletcher too, who we just lost because the nurse ratchet references with 
Mina's character uh, as Alma. And I was thinking of Flowers in the Attic. Do you remember that movie from the Yes, 80s? yes, I do. And the and novel. It, yeah, yeah, it, it, that's right. So it's got just so many flavors to it. Um, I just think you really nailed it. If you know, again, I read that that's kind of what you were aiming for, and mm-hmm. you know, hats off because you really, you really achieved it. Thank you. That's awesome. You watched it again. Um, yeah, the you know, my DP uh, Dave Newbert shot Willie's, and he shot this, and we wanted a look for this as kind of a rich and creamy and old school, but contemporary and making it look like it was shot in 35 millimeter, you know? And so we really, we use these uh, Alexa uh, LF, the uh, large format. And we use these wide lenses, these beautiful lenses that were just great because we built the cabin, but wanted to make it big and, 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 and massive. And it wasn't this small thing. So we built the cabin in a gym. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So it was a, it was a elementary school and uh, they sold it off to a church and the church during COVID was having sermons outside. And so we went uh, in the gym on the inside and, and built the cabin. Burns, my production designer, did that. And he did a fantastic job. And so uh, we shot a practical for the exterior of the cabin, but everything of that cabin is a built set. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And you mentioned... Yeah. Um, David Newbert, your your DP, yeah. Yeah. and it seems like you're you've got this kind of um, you know band of thieves, for lack of a better term, but this this group that you're you you continue to collaborate with, and even um, is it is it David Liebert? Is it, am I saying that right? Is that or no Ryan uh, uh, Ryan Liebert? He's Ryan the Liebert, sorry, yeah, yep, he's you the worked editor. with him on Willie's too, right? Yes, yeah, and I, okay. I worked with him. Yeah, Ryan's awesome. And, and and so we get along really well and uh yeah and then emwa who did the uh, score for willies and was the voice of willies he did the score and he did the uh you are my baby girl song and the other song um on, on the record so he's great so yeah band of these is an awesome i like that i think that's cool <laughs> i was gonna and, ask you and that. if if you go to is it at kevin lewis on instagram your Instagram handle? Yeah, it's, I think it's Kevin Lewis official. He's somebody that, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go there and look at the photos, you know, there's a great photo of the five of you just looking at the action. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was going to ask you that, Emwa. That's how you say that, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He actually uh, the j- following us on Twitter now. So I was like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You know? and, and you're right. The music. That's that can be such a key for for the genre too, and um, mm-hmm. that it was really that was really striking as well. Um, Sarah Dumont, who you know we didn't get a chance to talk to you know during our time with you yesterday, but can you talk a little bit about working with her because she has you know obviously a prominent role in the film too. Oh yeah, Sarah was awesome. She, you know, uh, she's so natural, and 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 we would take the dialogue and then she would kind of spin it in a way. And, uh, she just, you know, when her and, and Sarah Gray were talking, you would pick up the mic and you, the earphones, you listen, you think they were just having a conversation. Like they were just so natural together and they became really good friends. She was a trooper. I mean, anything I needed, it's like, Hey, can you come in? I just need this one shot. Fine. I'm there. Like just, yeah, I, I just love Sarah. She's, she's great. This was a, a really bright cast. I mean, intelligence wise. So yeah. that yeah. must have made your life, you know, given you had 18 days to shoot it, yeah. that must have meant, you know, a, an easier 
Mm-hmm. It's never easy, but an easier ride for you. Well, you know, Dustin Blackburn was our casting director, and he just did a fantastic job. And it was great working with him. I worked with him on Oak as well. And um, he, uh, yeah, we just assembled a good cast. The producers and I, uh, we just really uh, got the script out to these actors. And I'm so glad they said yes, you know, and uh, hit it off with them. And we all got the same themes and what we were doing with the movie. And uh, it was just such a pleasure to work with everybody. So, yeah. And um, yeah, and they were, again, you know, we talked about this uh, when we met with you in the cast, but uh, I mean, none of them are strangers to the genre too. So um, they all had that in common. You mentioned Oak. So this is, that's a film that's in post-production now? Yep. Yeah. I just finished that. I'm I'm cutting it right now. I, 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 I'm working on post on sound and everything. So um, that's a movie kind of a nightmare in Elm street meets meets it follows. It's got more of a stranger things vibe. You know, it's funny because I was thinking about that today, Willie's the accursed and Oak, they still kind of have a vintage call in their DNA. Not that they take place in the eighties or the seventies, but but I was just thinking that that's we were really affected, right, with our childhood and, and the things that we grew up with. And, of course, I grew up in the 70s and 80s. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of in my DNA, you know. Um, but uh, I'm pretty excited about Oak. So, Yeah, I mean, so you must have been like you've just been working nonstop because you, you've got there's a couple of others in the pipeline, aren't there, at various stages? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I've got a bunch of projects and, you know, as you guys, you know, with movies, it's like everything just, there's a lot of moving parts and things just have to click in. Um, but I'm hoping that I have a, you know, movie going, uh, beginning of January, 2023, you know, and, uh, working on that. I've got a, I've got a really cool script called the Houdini pack. That's kind of in the vibe of, um, uh, the haunting of Hill house. And then, uh, mm. I co-wrote that with my friend, uh, Michael Bondi's. And then, uh, I've got a sci-fi script that I adore. It's great um, working on that. I've got another movie that's in the vein of a Willie's. Just a, it's just bonkers off the wall. Really cool. Um, so all these movies I've been working on and just trying to um, figure out which I want to do next and what lines up with everything. So, but then I've just been you know finished with the Accursed and Oak. So I'm just kind of. It's like, you know, running a marathon, you know, and it's like you're catching your breath, but it's like, I loved it. I want to do it again, but just maybe just not right this moment. Right. right. Take a little break. How was now was yesterday the only press day you had? But it was a long long day yesterday. Long day. I did some press the day before. um, And then yesterday was the long day. Mm -hmm. And then today and I got some more next week. So, you know, it's really exciting because I just finished the accursed and I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, what's the reception going to be. And so far people are really digging it. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. You know, yeah, it's tough. You know, you make a movie, you make it for an audience, but you know, you just don't know, you know, and it's like at the end of the day, you do everything you can. And, you right. know, every film, it's like, you know, and the critics, they just rail on movies. And it's like, man, no one sets out to make a bad movie. Right. There's there's a crew behind this and everybody sets out to make something really special. And getting anything made is just hard and, mm-hmm. and it's an achievement these days. So, you know, when you actually do something good, it's like, wow, that's even really, you know, hats off, you know. But right. movie making is just, if you care about it, which I do, it just, it takes a piece of your soul. It mm-hmm. really does, you know. Yeah. And and um, it's not something you just slap dash and put put out. You've got to really think about it. And 
you know, the, the moving pictures and what we see, it, you know, I'm asking you guys, you know, to watch this movie, I'm asking you for 90 minutes of your time. Right. And it's like, or a hundred minutes. And it's like, that's a big ask, you know? Um, it's like when you write a script to someone, it's like you have a friend write it and it's like, it's, you might as well ask them, you know, to help you move. Cause it's like the same <laughs> thing, right? It's like, okay. You know, so you've got to, you got to really be, be certain. Like this is something that you're proud of, you put your name on and everything. So um, it's, it's, it's really cool that it's getting some good responses out there. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like that with any, with any art. I mean, it's a very, it it's a really vulnerable position to be in. And you, you mentioned that, you know, the right. Podcast. Yeah, I mean, sure. Podcast, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's funny. It's like the older we get, the less time we have, you know, and you think of the digital age, you would have more time because you can have Amazon to your door and do all this stuff. But it feels like it's just more complicated for some reason, you know, so. Well, you know, it's interesting too, with that, it, the same goes with uh, critiques, you know, with social media now, not yeah. only does everybody have an opinion, but they can put it out to the world in two yeah. seconds. Yeah. So, you know, that adds a whole nother vibe to this. And, and it's go a ahead. shame that, you know, like some of the actors mm -hmm. will go on Twitter and they'll read these comments and people don't realize, like you said, how many people when you, we make it a point to sit through the credits of every movie we watch, whether we're in the theater or at home. And you see all these people yeah. that worked on the project and then you get these, you know, people on mm -hmm. Twitter that want to hate on it. It's like, come on, man. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's because a labor of love. To. It's like, it feels like they're just waiting to hate on it. Like they just yeah. can't, you know, and, and uh, you know, it's funny. A friend of mine, he uh, he's put together a, a film channel on Plex. And he has all the uh, Siskel and Ebert, the old school, you know. Oh, right, right. Stuff. Yeah, I I love those. Those are great. But, you know, those just show, at least, okay, well, you didn't like the movie, but they told you about it, right? They said why they didn't like it and stuff. People just say, oh, this sucks or whatever. And it's like, man, can you just be a little more elaborate? You know, it's like, okay, let's have a conversation about it, you know. But yeah. there's just so many, I call it empty calories, I think, because there's just so much <laughs> content out there now. I love that. Right? You know, and to have something to really last and stick with you is really something. That's why I was really happy with Willie's because it, I just feel like Willie's is still going. It's going strong. And that's just awesome. You know? Yeah. I was wondering if the janitor was going to make a return or. We did ask you that the, the first time. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and what a, what a lead in that was for him. He did pig, the pig, which oh, was yeah. great. And he did, um, yeah the movie where he kind of made fun of himself, but it really wasn't him. If you know him. Yeah. And you yeah. know, I think yeah. you, it was a trilogy there was starting with Willie's, you know, <laughs> you really lost yeah. his career, Kevin. <laughs> no, no, Nick is, I'm, I'm so happy that, that he's, he's like way on top now and I'm just couldn't be happier. He's such an awesome guy, you know? Yeah. Now, did you collaborate at all with, uh, it was Rob Kennedy, right? That, that wrote this. Yeah. Rob Kennedy wrote the script yeah. and, um, what a fantastic writer and, and we hit it off really well. And, uh, when I read it, you know, I read that first seven pages and I was like, man, this is a narrative unto itself. It's its own little short film, you know? So I was really excited yeah. about that. And Rob was just great in, in the, when I got the script, the mom was more of the voice. You heard, you heard her, you didn't really see her. Hmm. And I was just thinking, you know, we're in show don't tell mode with making movies. It's all visual. So it's like, it'd be good to see the mom. I think that's a little more effective. So we, 
we changed that and we added some things here. And there were some things I was like, I know I, I, I can't do on this amount of time um, shooting wise. But the great thing is, is he was such an awesome collaborator and he just took to it and we worked together. Um, and uh, just, it was such a pleasure to work with him. Now the, the 18 days, that was your shooting schedule, right? Then how about yeah. the effects? How, how long did it take to get those effects in? Cause there was some pretty good stuff there. So we worked with a great company called Entropic. Um, mm-hmm. yes. They did all the they did the visual effects. They did the post. They did the opening title credit sequence. Um, that is fantastic, Kevin. That opening sequence is it killer. It's yeah. so cool with the yeah. the knife blade and the blood vial. I mean, there's just so much going Guys, on. It's very. I've classic. been wanting to do an opening title sequence or an ending title sequence for so long, and then for Willie's. I want to do this whole thing where you go in like for, it was the ending title sequences. You follow the pinball and you go through and the pinball is directing you to all the different rooms. And then you go like swirl around Gus, the gorilla and all that. I've been wanting to do that thing, man. So it was so cool to get something done like this for the, because to me, titles matter, right? It's part of the movie. It's part of the experience. Like you guys are saying the end credits, the end credits matter. You know, mm-hmm. we've yeah, got a yeah. great Nick Cave song at the end of this movie. The only uh, source song out there, you know, a track that M.Y. didn't do. And it's Lover Man. And it's just, if you listen to the lyrics of Lover Man, I'm a huge Nick Cave fan. And if you listen to the lyrics of Lover Man, it's like, it tells you the movie about the demon and what is it. I mean, it's just great, you know, and mm-hmm. That lets you can listen to that song as you watch the credits, and it really kind of to me drives the movie home even more. So everything's part of the experience, you know, on, on making films. So I'm really glad you like the credit sequence. Um, so we did practical and VFX, and we built the demon. Uh, uh, Cinema Makeup School did all the demon effects, the demon costume. Troy James was the demon. He's a contortionist, amazing. Oh yeah, incredible. that's clear. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all real man and you could hear his bones crack as he's moving and everything oh. i mean it was something else um but we we built that and then we kind of augmented the demon with like the flies that was all vfx of course um yeah. so it was a good mix and match you know i like about you know with me like we talk about willies it's like i like practical effects mm-hmm. i i think it's tactile and you can feel it and touch it it's old school it just feels good so Having that and then augment it with VFX, you know, um, even with the arm coming out of uh, Meg's mouth, mm-hmm. you know, we had um, a model, we we had a prop, and then we had a kind of a, a Derek was wore one of the arms, okay, but then we also scanned it for the VFX and Entropic did that. But to get us there, we needed that practical, we needed that arm built, you know, it wasn't just coming out of thin air. So I was very concerned about the VFX because this movie is a serious film. Mm-hmm. It takes itself seriously. And if you don't have f- good effects, if it's cheese ball VFX or something, we're done. We're just, we've yeah. shot ourselves in the foot. So really concentrated on less is more. I'd rather have less visual effects, but have them be really good than just try to, you know, a lot of these movies now, it's like they feel like cutscenes from video games. They just throw the CGI on and it's like, it's, yeah. you know what I mean? It just feels cheap and just not not emotionally connected, you know, whereas you do physical, you know, uh, practical effects. It just feels real because it is real. You know? Yeah. Talk, talk about scouting the location of the, uh, the house that um, yeah. I guess it's what it's Sarah Gray's character's parents. Yeah. House. Yeah. Where, where is that? So, so we shot the movie in Savannah and what yeah. was cool is the neighborhood, you know, we, we couldn't have a lot of company moves. It was a lower budget movie in 18 days. And so the idea was, try to get everything together. So 
we had the house which was on the street that a lot of the crew was staying at. So it was at the end of the street and across the next street, we did the lawyer office there. We had the hospital there. That was an old church. We made the hospital and the burn ward, all that stuff. So we could just walk across and get that stuff done. So it was very close in the vicinity. And the day that we did the finale that was like 10 pages I had to shoot that day. And so the opening, the first, the, the opening of that day, we went to the library and shot that. That was a location move about 30 to 45 minutes away. Then we had to go back and then we did the office, the whole stuff with the lawyer and Beth and her dad. And then we had to go and then do all the hospital stuff with, with, uh, with Beth and, and the nurse and all that. And then the finale. And so all of that was in one day. Crazy, right? Wow. But we could pull it off because the locations were right next to each other, except for the library. Right. And then by having the house built inside of the gym, you yeah. could control the elements. Yes. So that probably helped out a lot, too. I was so happy that we could build the cabin because I just was like, you know, I didn't want to be stuck into a little small house and I can't really put the camera anywhere and I'm shooting into a corner, you know, and so that allowed me to really move the camera a lot and be stylish and, and, and open it up. And we had these wide lenses. So everything looked really big and, and wide. And so it's like made the cabin look a lot bigger than it really was, you know? Um, and that was kind of the look of the movie with this, just beautiful wide lens look to it, you know, um, again, old school in the seventies, you know? Yeah. I, I was thinking, um, I mean, it really is something you got to see in the big screen, which there's, you got a handful of, premieres going on on the 14th when it comes out you know yeah. what so what's what's taking what's your friday going to look like the, the 14th <laughs> i'm going to be freaking out right <laughs> oh my god just like this uh no the movie's going to be in some theaters which is great and then it's i think it's on apple and amazon and all that fun stuff and I think we're going to a film festival, I think the week after or two weeks later or something. But yeah, I mean, it's getting played. It's coming out. And, you know, for a little horror movie, you know, that we did and stuff, I'm very happy with the 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 amount of attention that's getting and people are digging it. Like you guys, I, you guys, you know, you watch it twice. I mean, that's just awesome for me as a film geek. It's just like, I love that. You, know? <laughs> you watch the movie twice. That's so cool. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I just finished it. So it's like, it's out there now and, Hopefully people are going to like it. You know, the horror is such a great genre, right? Because you just, you can do so many things with it and it doesn't feel the same. You know, you can do a, a, a splatter horror or, a, or a, a, you know, more psychological horror or, or mm-hmm. slasher horror or all kinds. You can mix and match. And it's so, it's so much fun about the genre, right? That even though we've seen it, we haven't because every movie mm-hmm. can be a little different, you know, and it's just... Uh, you can follow the tropes in horror and then you can kind of veer away from it. I hear barbarian supposed to be incredible. And I hear that there, that, you know, there's a thing that's like a sharp left turn, like through half the movie or something. And hmm. it's really cool to do things like that. Whereas like more like romantic comedies or other genres, you kind of, kind of have to stick to the formula a little more with horror right. you can veer away, which is kind of fun. And you know? the other thing is when it comes out on uh, DVD or, you know, even, like you said, it'll be on Amazon or whatever. Every fall, people will be checking it out, you know, yeah. and new people will find it yeah. and other people will find new things that they didn't see the first time. Like yeah. we did. And, and I'm so happy that it's coming out around October because I just think it's yeah. the perfect time for this movie, you know. Um, Definitely. Yeah, it's you know. fantastic. And, and, you know, I, it really, again, you, if you have the opportunity 
opportunity to see it on the big screen. That it just, but even even still, if you're getting on a streaming or whatever, I mean, again, the the composition, the shots, Kevin, are just so so good, man. You got such a good eye. Um, I got to give a shout out. Is it Kim Kendall? Yes. I don't want to give it away, but I got to say her her performance in this film, let's just yeah. say. Yeah. He's talked uh, about that for two days. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you're following her on Instagram and it's just like, whoa, like that's. Yeah. But the beginning real quick. Can you yeah. say a little bit a little bit more about working with Meg? Because, you know, right from the jump, you're like. Okay, I got to strap in. It's going to be a, a wild ride. And yeah. uh, was that was that early in the shooting to work with her? You know, um, it's interesting because there was a time where I, you know, we were maybe not going to work out. You know, and I was like, no, we mm. got to have Meg. So I was trying to move heaven and earth to, to, for the schedule. Yeah, and um, she didn't start out the first week, so she came in a little later. I think the following week. And um, that that opening scene, guys, um, in terms of the interior of the cabin with, with that, that was all in one day. I had to shoot. I was seven wow. some pages. I mean, that was crazy. Wow. Yeah. And Meg, Meg was just so awesome. I mean, when she goes for it, she does. And she she when she drank that blood, I mean, that was that was a prop. The prop master, uh, Manlin, was like, oh, my God, that's like dishwater soap. You know, <laughs> I Meg went for it. And the thing about Meg is she gets kind of like hypnotized in these in these these roles. And then she tells me this and she's like, but when it's done, it's over. She doesn't remember it. It's like a, just a blur, like a blank slate. She doesn't remember it, doesn't know about it. So she just gets in that mode. You could feel it, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I love Star Wars, you know, especially old vintage Star Wars. So I was like, she was channeling some uh, Chancellor Palpatine, man. Some Emperor oh, Palpatine. Oh, that's a good Emperor one. Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Palpatine. She was going full on Palpatine. Yeah, it was scene. like uh, Sith cool. Ambrose, you know? Sith Ambrose, too. Sith Ambrose. That was so cool. That, that was so good. Yeah, there's a sequel right there, man. There you go, man. Well, I love it. Listen, uh, so gracious of you to come back on the on the show. We we hope that we can get you back on when when this uh, next project w- will it be Oak? Will that be the next yeah. one coming? Yeah, out? yeah, I'm finishing that up now. So, okay. oh, for sure, guys, I, I love you guys. I want to come. Listen, back man, you, yeah. this is uh, I, I I seriously I think you've got like your own your own cult classic on your hands here with this film. So uh, the accursed October fourteenth. Uh, we that, we just that, thrilled you. to have you back, man. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, guys. Kevin, take take care. care. We'll see you soon. And congrats. Good luck with the film. Okay, thank you. Happy Halloween. Have a happy Halloween. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. Hey, this is actress Carissa Lee Staples, and you're listening to the O Brother Podcast.